You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takar Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote singles growth, and support couples strengthening. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your emails, DMs, and live questions. So join us every week on Facebook Live Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, where you can connect with us on air. Send us your questions through Facebook Messenger or visit us at askthemartins.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Soul Ties Crazy Self-Love Challenge. Hey you, remember the people you poured everything into even when they hurt you and disappointed you? You gave because it was the right thing to do. Maybe you thought it was what you were supposed to do. Maybe it was as simple as you gave them your all because you loved them. You never demanded anything in return, but you hoped and you prayed that one day, just one day, they would open their eyes and see just how much you gave and pour that same level of love back into you. But they never do. You keep opening your heart to love more and more and you keep getting hurt. Are you tired of ending up in one toxic relationship after another? Tired of nurturing others while sacrificing yourself and getting nothing in return? It's time to love yourself as radically and as crazy as you've loved them. Let us help you discover and experience healthy love in a safe space. Our crazy self-love community is open and here to give. Come and sit with us. It's time to learn to receive the love that you desire and deserve. Babe, you want to tell them why we're here and what we do? I'm going to tell you why we're here. Um, <laughs> good evening. Good evening, everybody. We are Kenyon and Takara Martin. We are counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. This is our opportunity to give back outside of our busy office hours. And y'all, we have been busy and I'm sorry. This is our opportunity to give back to you. So when we can't answer every single letter and question that comes into our DM or to our Facebook Messenger, we use the podcast to answer these questions for you. And our motto is, if, if one person has this question, then it's possible that 100 people, maybe even a 1,000 people have the same question. So do us a favor. Make sure you share this. And if you are on iTunes, if you are on iPhone, the phone that Jesus loves, <laughs> I want you to go over to to iTunes, to the podcast app. It's a little purple thing. Go on there. Search for the Soul Ties podcast. Hit pause. Leave us a review. Tell the world that you love us so that we can begin to share this message of healing and wholeness to the nations. Absolutely. We can't do it without you. It is you who share us that has made us able to touch everyone who we were able to touch. So we thank you. We appreciate you. Keep on keeping on. Keep on. Why do we sound like a mix between, we're like literally a mix between um, like an infomercial and um, a telethon and a TBN broadcast. <laughs> Kelly Mason, this is Kelly's first time. Hey, Kelly, thank you Welcome, so much for joining Kelly. us. Hey, Alwan is in so the much. building. Alwan. Mayweather. I'm... Listen, check out Mayweather Images. I'm telling you, he is the man when it comes to getting your photos done. Erica right. Jackson, how are you? Hey, 
Praise and God for you. Praise God for you. Love you. I saw to- Lakeisha Townsend jump in too, so I just yes. want to give you a shout out because um y'all, that's my girl. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I love her. So yes. You ready to get started? I'm ready to get started. So every week we have questions. And we, we're going to answer these questions. Please continue to send us your questions. Um, we know there are a lot in our IGDM. There are a lot in our messenger and uh, in, in the messenger. They, there are a lot. So forgive and us we if we don't coming. get to you. I promise we're right, coming Right, right, right. We are trying to get through each and every one of them as much as possible. Obviously, it's been very, very busy. And next year proves to be even busier. But let's get down to this right here because this is good. This is good. Um, I'm going to need it right here because I can't not see over there. No, no, no. That's why I got it here, babe. There you go. Okay. <laughs> the people on the podcast can't see that you can't see. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Y'all pray my strength. Okay. So I'm going to start this letter off. It says, Dear Ask the Martins, I'm hoping you are able to help me. I just got out of a seven month relationship and it has been hard to get over because in the last three years, I've had five men come into my life and just suddenly stopped calling me or stopped wanting to have anything more than a physical relationship with me. The last guy though was the first one to be honest with me. When we first met, I was open and honest with him about my past and I even let him in on some pretty hard truths about my abusive mom that raised me. We seemed to have a real connection and he seemed to really get me. But recently, we were out of out to dinner when he asked me to take a walk with him. It was super romantic, so I thought he was going to propose. But what came next hit me like a truck. He told me that I was beautiful, that I was a beautiful woman, and I have so much love to give, but that I wasn't ready for the kind of man that he is. Mm. When I asked him what he meant, He told me that I am the type of woman who seems to wrap herself up in relationships. And he said, I am so wrapped up into him that he doesn't see me. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard that before. I've Mm. heard that I was needy, insecure, too much, and even crazy, but never that I wasn't ready. I can't help but feel like I am all of those things, which makes me not ready. What am I doing wrong? Am I choosing the wrong people? I thought I was ready for love, but I'd love your feedback. Wow, wow. We got some feedback for you. Now, real quick before we get started, the room rules are as such. Rule number one, this is a safe place. What makes it easy for people to write, re, um, reach out to us and write to us is because there is a safe atmosphere. We appreciate yes. you for allowing that. And please keep that atmosphere the same, which leads us to rule number two. If you respond, please do it with compassion and love. Listen, you can say the right thing the wrong way and totally crush a spirit. And, yes. and, and so we want to make sure that everything is... Um, the atmosphere is good for change. Number three, if you are the writer or if you are someone who shares the same or similar issue um, or a testimony, uh, please be able to receive the correction if there is any with love. It's yeah. important to be able to receive insight um, no matter how stinging the truth may be because that will make you free. Now, we ready to get started with this? I'm ready to get started with this. So the question that she asked was, the question she asked is, what am I doing wrong? And the title of the podcast 
is what's wrong with me because that's usually what the issue is or that's right. usually that's what, our what the always... real question yeah. really is. It's not necessarily what I am doing wrong, but what can I be or what can I do better? Um, what if I, what am I doing wrong and what can I do better or what's wrong with me is more or less a method question. Yeah. And the question is asking, what must I do in order to get the partner that I want, what must I do in order to keep them around? What I must I do? Right, exactly. What must I do to get them to commit to me long term? Because obviously she wants right. the long term married relationship. So let's what we're gonna do is we're gonna go along with her and the answers that she's already gotten because there's a lot uh, to unpack there. There's a lot of clues that's in what she's already received. Exactly. The answers she's gotten, and if I'm going too fast, please let me know. Okay. Uh, the answers that she's gotten are you're needy, you're insecure, you're too much, you're crazy, you're not ready for the kind of man I am. Mm -hmm. Now, generally, if someone came to us with that kind of, uh, with one or two of those, we'd say uh, there, there's a cop out. They're really trying to just back out of the relationship. It's almost like it's not you as me type thing or basically it's not me, it's you type thing. Right, right, right. right. But these are six different people. Six different experiences, six very similar results. And from these results, we can mine, from these experiences, we can mine some meaning from it. So mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do. We're going to walk through each one of these, right. mine some meaning, and see if we can pull her into a place where she needs to be. You with me so far, Ben? I'm with you. All right. The first one is needy, right? Now, needy indicates the person felt an obsessive desire for their attention. When someone says you're needy, they feel like you're obsessing over you giving them all the attention. Now, that doesn't mean that's true about you. What we're saying, that's what they feel. So let's get some homage to what they're feeling, okay? Right. The second person or the second issue was insecure. That indicates that the person that you were dating at the time felt that you feared losing their attention. It doesn't mean that you're insecure. That's just what they translated your behavior as. Okay. Right. The third person said that you're too much or the third complaint was that you're too much. Now by itself, that's a bit, that's a it's bit vague. vague. Yeah. It's very vague. Cause I'm too much for a whole lot of people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a bit vague. I mean, some, some men or women, they just, they just too much to handle, but in a good way. Um, However, here, when we combine it from the previous context, what we're seeing is, is that that person may have gotten a feeling that they were overwhelmed by your presence. Go ahead, babe. I have. A, I just want to pull the room. Has anyone in the room ever yes. been told that they were any of these things needy too much? insecure anything like that has anyone ever heard that before and I because I know that this is a safe place here <laughs> with ask the Martins I'm gonna raise my hand and say yes I have heard that before who else <laughs> has heard any of those before amen amen so we have too much there um the third one the fourth one is you're crazy now I ain't been told that listen <laughs> again crazy is vague crazy is relative to what the situation is however if we combine it in context with what's been going on what's been the case what that indicates is that they're confused about what you want and confused about how to get it 
and they're off put by how you're asking for or the behavior in which you're going about asking for it. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. And what we're trying to do is we're establishing a pattern here. Again, crazy may not be you, but this is their position. This is how they feel. Now, you, you have to understand that all these people are different. All these men, in your case, all these men are different. Nobody, they didn't huddle up together and decide right. to call you names. Right, right. You're the only common denominator in each one of these. So there has to be something that's going on in each encounter that makes them come out close to or relatively or close to being the same. Does that make sense? It does. And for all of y'all who's saying no, we didn't ask you that. <laughs> Don't be making us feel like we're the only ones in the room. If you're saying no, you just keep it to yourself. I want to hear from those who have been told this. Okay? That's all I got to say. <laughs> Don't take that person. <laughs> I'm just playing. She's having fun. Okay. Now, the last person ended the encounter with you're too much. I'm, I'm sorry, with, with you're not ready. Now, here's the thing. You, not only do you agree with them, but here's something that we happen to see. During that process that you've been together for seven months, right? During that process, you're going out, you're being wooed, you're going out on a romantic dinner. You're automatically anticipating marriage. Now, obviously, if he's not ready for it or if he's not going for a proposal, then most men are not going to put out those vibes most. Mm-hmm. This seems to be a very honest, very forthcoming man and very real. You said he was good. You said he understood you. It was his it was in his intention to understood you, uh, understand you. Uh, kudos to all the good truth-telling men out there. Go ahead exactly. and raise your hand. Raise up, stand up in the house. <laughs> but here's what I want you to understand. He was wise enough to tell you or to pinpoint that you were so wrapped up in him that he couldn't see you. It, can I just... Which is indicative of the previous... Um, previous... Uh, ex, uh, experiences go ahead babe no what i was going to say was because if you have been told any of these things before um there there could be a number of different reasons why somebody may feel like you are too much um or too needy or whatever sometimes it's our love language sometimes it's our personality you know and sometimes it is because we're harboring broken things and i think it's important to recognize that if you've had multiple people tell you similar things then that's when you have to really take a gut check and a gut look at yourself. But I just wanted to definitely uh, create that, that difference between there are a lot of times when sometimes it just ain't the right person to. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so I think always, we're always asking ourselves what's wrong with me, but I think there's a process by which you have to go and evaluate yourself um, before you go all off into left at some point too. Right. And I, I agree with you in most cases, there's nothing wrong with you, but understanding yourself and how you're expressing yourself or expressing your affection or expressing what you desire and want uh, makes all the difference in the world. Yes. Now, again, when you have this kind of pattern that's forming, then you're you're really there. There's something that you really need to take a step back. Now, listen, this 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 is a, a reality check in here. What we're looking at is an average in over in about what six years she said three years uh, over three years yeah including this last man six men so we're averaging two year two men a year okay now i want to be clear when i say this please hear me out when i say this there is nothing wrong with two men a year heck do five do ten do twenty i don't care 
It's wrong. It's not wrong in the number. What's wrong is what you do with the number. For instance, if you have a company who's interviewing for a prestigious position and they interview over 100 people, there's nothing wrong with them interviewing over 100 people to find the quality applicant for that position. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Uh If that same company is interviewing for a prestigious uh, position and they interview only 10 people but hire all 10 with full rights, full pay, and full Full benefits. Full benefits and not really register whether they really want them or not, then there's a problem there because they're looking at investing. They're literally investing all that that company offers into people they don't even know about. So there's a difference in how you give to those people who you are assessing. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, go ahead. And and this, this happens, though, from whether you're a man or a woman. It doesn't matter. We get into relationships like this over and over and over again because we are not taking the proper time to assess and evaluate ourselves after we end up in these broken relationships, after we end up in these toxic relationships. It, you know, and I'll be honest, when I was going through a certain point in my life, it wasn't until I got my heart kicked in by love and infatuation over a period of time, too many times that I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back where am I at in this? And what am I not seeing in this? When we find comfort in being with somebody and jump from relationship to relationship, it is very difficult for us to see ourselves in anything that we're doing in those moments. We're not healing. So we're going to find another blanket, something, a bandaid to cover up our hurt before we actually take the time and evaluate and heal um, from those previous relationships. Amen. That's very, very true. Very true. And I mean, mentioning the brokenness that may be there that we're not paying attention to. One thing that I noticed in this letter. Yes. Was she said she laid everything out on the table of what she went through. Yes. So she paid a little bit of attention to it, but she paid enough attention for him to, to, to for him not to hurt her. You understand what I'm saying? She paid yeah. enough attention to it just to say, hey, listen, at least don't do this to me. And he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But in in a little bit of that, she stated how her mother abused her. Mm. And it's been our position and our experience that it's been the habits that are created in forming romantic relationships are usually begun or manifested or molded mm-hmm. in our relationships with our parents or authority figures when we're younger. Those people who we trust to keep us safe, those people who we trust to love us, those people who we trust to take care of us, when we feel in any way broken by them and it happens over an amount of time, we then begin to, number one, protect ourselves from that, but also we are craving what they didn't give us. And so we jump into relationships to get what we needed from them while still trying to protect ourselves from that. Hence the needy, hence the insecure, hence the crazy hence the too much hence the behavior nothing wrong with you the behavior of love me and only me because I wasn't loved when I needed to be loved at the time that I really really needed it does that make sense babe yes did I hit it and again I say amen talk to him (laughs) let me tell you though we're molding in that we're molded in that love Mm-hmm. We're molded in that toxic type of environment that we're raised in. And, and sometimes 
it's it's even the toxic type of environment that we came up in church in. But let me just tell you, if you have been brought up in an abusive family, it's not just the type of love that we didn't receive. It's not just the hurt that we received there. It's also the lies perpetuated about what we were forced to believe about ourselves that we carry into these relationships. Wow. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's good. When we grow up in toxic relationships from our family, when our family hurts us, there are lies that we begin to live in and walk in and walk through and carry out in our romantic relationships. So much so that we feel like we have to work extra hard. We have to prove that we're worthy of our love. We have to prove that, listen, yes, I may be beautiful on the outside, but I don't believe you'll want me unless I offer all of me on this table here. So take all of me, take my baggage, take my hurts. Even if I refuse to deal with them, I know that if you take them, that means you love me. And that's not the case. It's so not the case. And so, yes, we're carrying those wounds, but we're also carrying those lies. Mm. And it's time to shed all of that. Absolutely. We're also carrying that emptiness, the wounds, the lies, mm. and the emptiness. And we're looking for someone to fulfill us. Mm -hmm. We're looking for someone to be a to, to, to stand in that spot to right. stand in that stead to fill that gap to fill that hole and the problem is is that when we pursue someone to be personally fulfilled we find that there is no one mm. person qualified to fulfill us because that belongs Listen. to us we desire a relationship we're built for a relationship we need relationship all those things are great but if we're looking for relationship to complete us, Jesus, then what we're saying in, uh, it, or inferring is that we're incomplete without something outside of us. Mm. And that's where the biggest issue coming in. So the question isn't um, what can you do? We be answering you wrong. We be doing you an injustice to try to walk you through how to Carlita said something, something fantastic. She said, we're not being taught how to vet. We're not being taught how to this, that, and the other. And that's very true. Yeah. In this case, in this case, um, we would like to teach you those things. We would like to walk you through those things. However, we will be doing you a disservice if we did that first. Right. Because the first thing we must do is reinterpret your question and have you ask this of yourself. Why are you giving so much away? And what are you looking for in giving it? If anyone has ever been in that situation, if anyone has ever, even if you're in, it, it doesn't take multiple people. If you're in a relationship, dating, mm -hmm. because the dynamic is different when you're married, so we're talking to daters, and you're in a relationship, and you constantly feel like you're giving everything, giving your all, giving everything away, and there's no reciprocation and you're willing to stick, stay and go away, not go away. You, you put yourself in a position. You're there because you're looking for something. You're looking for more than just them. You're looking for what they can provide for you. And you need to ask yourself, what is it that you're looking for? Right. Because once you realize what it is that you're looking for, you'll realize you probably need to find it outside of them. And first. inside of you. Absolutely. And so that's what we submit as far as an answer to this 
as an answer to most of these situations. Yes, ma'am. No. And and so somebody said something earlier. I can't remember who said it. Um, and it's it's a common phrase that we hear that you can't love somebody else until you learn to love yourself. Amen. But here's the thing. I, I, I don't. It's very true. It is true, but I think I want to take it a step further. Yes. I think I'm willing to learn. Tell me. Here's the thing. It, it's not even so much that you can't love somebody else. I think all of us who have had our, our heart broken over and over again and poured all, all of our love on someone will say that we genuinely love that person, even if we didn't love ourselves. I think the hard thing is, is that we pour all of our love on people undeserving because we do not know how to recognize what real love looks like recognize what healthy love feels like and so yes I can love you if I don't love myself I just don't know what you loving me is supposed to look like because I have not started with myself so yes I'm gonna pour everything I'm gonna give you everything and it doesn't seem strange that you're not giving me what I'm giving you in return right because that's all I know. That's all I know is to work for, for that love. That's all I know mm. is to make you pr make myself prove that I'm worthy of your love. So I don't realize that by you not making me feel special, not making me feel like a queen, not making me feel like I am valued and honored and worthy. I don't recognize that as something wrong because I've never had it before. So I don't know that I'm missing it. So we can love people without loving ourselves. We just don't know how to recognize what it's supposed to look like if we don't start with ourselves. So you're saying the intent and the sentiment and, and, and the reality of it is there. The way of it is broken. Yes. And so we give without really assessing, without really making sure that we're loving ourselves first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our, so then you're saying, once I learn how to take care of myself, once I learn how to love myself. Yeah. Okay. And and that comes, that's, that's, that's such a broad, broad issue and it's such a broad campaign. Right. But once I know what it looks like, once I experience a love that I first give myself, mm -hmm. then I can discern love. Right. And I can receive love mm -hmm. and I can give love in a healthy way right. and an un, rather than a broken way. Exactly. And in a way that may break me. Exactly. Because we're, we're getting repeatedly broken. We're getting repeatedly damaged. And, and for analogy's sake, we're getting repeatedly cut um, and bleeding all over the place and not getting replenished, not getting anything poured back into us, not bandaging our wounds, not giving our wounds time to heal. And so when we're doing that, understand not all men are going to be this honest. Not all men are going to be this forthcoming. Absolutely. Sharks absolutely right. can tell. Sharks can see, sharks can smell and sense somebody who was insecure and not fully aware of their value. And those are the ones that keep taking advantage of you. And they will receive it. Yes. And they will leave you to the, your imagination of the myth that you built around them. Mm -hmm. And they will continue to receive it until you say no more. They'll let you keep believing your, your, the lies that you tell yourself about how you're not worthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's our our answer our final final answer our final answer is is that whatever you're looking for in someone else you must first find in yourself 
Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Help us spread the word by rating us, leaving a review, and sharing. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If this episode has helped you and you're ready to begin your personal journey to freedom, visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer live, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter at Ask the Martins. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.